Southern Remedy Healthy and Fit on MPB Think Radio. I'm your host, Dr. Josie Bidwell, Associate Professor of Nursing and Preventive Medicine at the University of Mississippi Medical Center. And today is all about yoga. And I have Tara Blumenthal, who's going to be joining me from Tara Yoga today. And so if you guys are curious about yoga or you've tried it and you have a tip or a comment, we would love to hear from you today. Our number is one eight seven seven mpb ring That's one 672-7464 and you can always send me an email at fit at mpbonline.org we'll be back after the news this is an mpb think radio podcast To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. Good morning. Welcome back. You are listening to Southern Remedy Healthy and Fit on MPB Think Radio. I am your host, Dr. Josie Bidwell, nurse practitioner at UMMC. And today, joining me in the studio is Tara Blumenthal, and she is a yoga instructor and owner at Tara Yoga. Yoga, And that's what we're talking about today is yoga. And I'm very excited for this show because it's our first one that we've kind of spent with a a yoga instructor. And that's an interesting topic and something that I'm interested to learn more about because in the fullness of disclosure, I have never taken a yoga class. As much as I love fitness and physical activity, I have never done it. Um, And one of it is I've just been a little bit intimidated. And we're going to talk about why that shouldn't stop you uh, from, from trying out a yoga class. And so if you're listening out there and you have tried yoga or love yoga, I would love to hear your experiences with it. Or if you have a question for us, you can give us a call at one eight seven seven mpb ring It's one eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. Good morning, Tara. Good morning. Thank I'm you so, so much for having me. I know. Yeah. I'm so glad you're here. Um, like I said, I have never taken a yoga class, um, but I, I think I'm going to. I'm going to bite the bullet. But I know that... You know, if if I'm intimidated, there are other people out there that are intimidated to try uh, yoga. And that's one of the things we want to kind of dispel today are some of the myths around yoga that might keep you from going and doing it and why it really can be a wonderful addition to your overall wellness uh, plan. So tell us a little bit about you and your business. Well, I've been teaching for about 15 years now and... um, I, too, was intimidated. Uh, I did not aspire to be a yoga teacher as a child. I think probably what I wanted to do was, you know, um, marine biology or something. Oh, that's a good one. You know, swim with the dolphins, right? That's right. (laughs) Not Probably not the best career choice in the middle of Mississippi. There's probably not that many uh, marine biology jobs going around. It was a challenge. It was definitely a challenge. That's okay. I wanted to be a paleontologist. So, you know, we all have have those things, and then we wind up where we are. Right. Um, But, you know, I was intimidated, too. I remember uh, begging a friend to go with me. I was like, please go. And um, I wasn't. I didn't think that I was out of shape at the time, Mm -hmm. but I also was still at that age where I could kind of eat whatever I wanted and, you know, not see negative effects immediately. Right. So uh, I talked to a friend in the go in and we both loved it, but she never came back. Mm -hmm. Like she never went back. I, I kept going. I found it to be 
strangely enough, as intimidating it is now with all the, um, you know, beach Instagram yoga people. Oh, yes. Uh, this was before that. So yeah. the only thing I knew is that in my mind, I should be able to touch my toes, <laughs> which I could not. Yeah. And I blamed it on my height. I was like, well, I'm almost six feet tall. So Super tall. getting it's, to the floor. way down there. Yeah, it's harder for me. And it was harder for me. Um, but I, th- I had all these preconceived notions. Mm-hmm. And uh, some of them were, were true. My balance was pretty terrible. Mm-hmm. Um, at the On the gym, I would trip on the treadmill often. And that was kind of embarrassing. So I just thought, you know, gosh, maybe yoga will work for me. And I really honestly didn't feel good at it. Mm -hmm. Like I would leave class mentally feeling better um, and physically my body, some of the aches and pains I didn't, I didn't have. But did I feel like I was good at yoga? No, No. I I thought, oh, it's going to take a couple of years for me to get there. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, but what I did realize is that some of the aches and pains that I had, um, went away, uh, had, you know, low back pain and upper back pain, probably from my, my job being on right. my feet a lot and right. not realizing, you know, a lot of times we think, especially I think in our state, we, we consider ourselves sometimes victims of our, um, genetics right. until we understand and become more empowered. And so, uh, I thought, well, you know, I'm going to be, I'm going to, this is the path I'm going to have. Right. And so the cool thing about yoga was I started I started understanding how my body was working, not how I was supposed to look according to everybody else in the room. But yoga helped me to build a really good relationship with myself. Yeah. And it's not over. It's not like I hit, you know, oh, right. 40, you're just perfect and, and you're done. done. It's like right. I'm still working on it, but it's it actually gets sweeter mm-hmm. the the longer you stay on the path. So I just I want to help people realize that you don't you don't need to be flexible, you don't you know, you don't need to stand on your head. You don't need to do any of these things to be good at yoga. And it can actually benefit your everyday, like, run-of-the-mill life. Right. Relationships with your family, um, relationships with your coworkers, all that stuff. Yeah, so, uh, which, you know, any type of physical activity, we tend to think of it as just being something that we do for our physical health. Right. But gosh, it's so much more than that. You know, it really does. Like you said, it impacts, you know, your everyday life and how you interact with folks. You know, when you really get plugged in with, you know, a gym or a studio and the people that are there and are like-minded with you, you know, that that have the same goals, you're going to find such an incredible support system that's going to be there for you, not only just for the fitness part of it, but for the life part of it too, you know. And I think that's one of the, one of the driving forces for me for teaching. I was thinking, gosh, I'm such a misfit in my body. You know, I I just thought if I could have this like mysterious hamstring lengthening surgery, then yoga would be easy. (laughs) I really thought that. Right. I did. We could get that for you. And it was kind of funny because I thought, you know, if I can do yoga Mm -hmm. with all of my injuries and issues and, you know, uh, I was like, if I can do it, than than anybody can. And so really all I wanted to give is just the basics of how you can empower yourself by movement, how you can alleviate not, and it's not a cure-all for everybody. Like certain ailments and diseases uh, certainly should be taken even more care and consideration, but there is a yoga class that works for them most of the time. Mm -hmm. Um, If they can talk to us ahead of time, we'll cater to them. But when people leave me and they feel so much better and their husbands come back to me and they're like, thank you for taking care of my wife because she's in a way better mood. I'm like, (laughs) check my work. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and so tell us a little bit about your studio. Where where is Terra Yoga? Oh yeah. We're uh so we're located uh on Lakeland or off of Lakeland across from Primos. Okay. So uh, you can get some pancakes and some yoga. You can get some pedophores <laughs> and some yoga. They also just to just so that you don't think they're it's only about
about um, guilty pleasures there. They also have some great uh, vegetable plates. They do. They so, do. Uh, but anyway, yeah, so it's conveniently located. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're, we've been there. I've been over there for um, almost nine years, maybe. Okay. feels like a long, 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 strange trip. But we have this beautiful facility where um, you can come in and change clothes and if you come to one of the more, um, I guess, vigorous classes, you can take a shower afterwards. We provide everything that you need, mats, uh, blankets, whatever. And then also um, your first class is free. So we try to incorporate a non-intimidating environment as well as um, with our class packages, they don't expire. Right. Um, one of the things I see in fitness and wellness is this big push for come do this and for 30 days and you can get really fit and ripped and then after that the price goes up a lot and I don't think that's cool like we're all trying to take care of ourselves so we wanted to offer something that for people who have life or crazy stress they can come back and those classes will still be there Mm -hmm. Um, but we offer a variety of classes for everything like we we go from your your grandmother who may be in her you know mid 70s mm-hmm. but she is spry we got a class for her <laughs> and then on the full opposite end of the spectrum then we have a lot of athletes that come mm-hmm. our way and i've got a great story about about yeah. one for you talking about the food related situation but, oh yeah yeah but, it's, that's different we're going to talk about uh, food's relationship with yoga yeah but we, um, we, re- we we technically call it yoga for functional movement um it's not so much uh do you need to be able to stand on your hands to right do the daily life of you know washing your clothes or picking up your kid. So we want to make sure that that what we're doing isn't just for nothing. It's actually to serve a purpose of movement, strength, and enjoyment. Right. So let's just kind of start at the very beginning. So I know a lot of folks uh, may just have kind of a preconceived notion about yoga, that it's stretching. Mm -hmm. And um, that's what it is. And certainly I would imagine there's some stretching involved in it. Absolutely. But that is not what yoga in itself and the program of yoga is. So what, what is yoga? Yeah, we've, you know, everybody tells me I can't do yoga because I'm not flexible. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I understand and feel that pain, too. But we've really gotten away from trying to create uh, flexibility. Mm-hmm. And we approach it from a balanced perspective. So in um, your traditional yoga classes or in your regular yoga classes, you're going to do uh, strength building and um, I'd rather call it mobility, to be honest with mm-hmm. you. Um, increased range of motion, absolutely. But what we started seeing was a lot of women were the ones that became more attracted to yoga. And a lot of women have joint instability, hypermobility issues. And then when you're dealing with pregnancy or other life events, then the, the, uh, the instability of the joints increases. Mm-hmm. And so getting deep and going, you know, stretching as much as you can, as hard as you can, as fast and hard as you can, is actually like scientifically not safe. Right. And so I because I've been doing this for so long, I realized like there's a we've missed the mark here. And so I started looking at how could yoga be, I guess, get an upgrade. Mm -hmm. And so it's really about balancing out the strength and the flexibility or the strength and the mobility Mm -hmm. and the movement, not just one or the other. Yeah. So it's much more than stretching. Yeah. And I love that you mentioned the the strength and the core strength, because as a healthcare provider, you know, one of the things that I look at for folks, especially as we're aging, is how strong is our core Mm -hmm. um, 
how, how how are we maintaining that? Because I'm not talking about what your abs look like, right. you know, right. if you've got a six pack right. or an eight pack or, right. you know, a one pack or no pack. Um, or you I'm, were drinking the six pack, so you, right, there's nothing there. Right. right. So it's, it's hidden underneath <laughs> right. some things. Right. But how strong are those actual muscles inside? Because they play such a role in overall health, you know, from a back pain perspective. Absolutely. You know, if I've got someone with weak core muscles, then their back pain, medicine is not going to fix that. It's going to mask some of the pain associated with that, but we're not addressing the underlying issue of that back pain and the fact that our spine is out of alignment because our core muscles are so weak that we're slunched over all the time, you know? So, you know, I may get them in a PT class to try and work on those core muscles to get that strengthened up. But then I would imagine yoga could be an excellent transition out of that, you know, from a formal physical therapy relationship. We get a lot of folks like that. Absolutely. And, you know, um, there's also even for the patient, a miscommunication on what core is Mm because they say, I need to work on my abs. Right. Well, you need to work on your abs in conjunction with your spine and your posture. So we do a lot of educational Mm -hmm. stuff too. Um, And I'd say, uh, for just the run-of-the-mill person, um, a level one class mm-hmm. is exactly what you need. Right. We're going to work on strength building. I like to call it, we jokingly call it organizing the spine. You know, we're going to organize the spine. Everything remo- remove or everything rather uh, rotates around it. Mm-hmm. You know, our all of our movement. And if our spine is not in good health, then... You know, that's where it kind of branches off into everything else. Right, right. Um, well, and especially into your pelvis, because, you know, when we're, especially if you're in a job that's on your feet a lot or you're, you know, you're upright a lot, not mm-hmm. being, you know, bed bound, then your pelvis carries a tremendous amount of stress just from carrying your body around. Right. And so the tighter those core muscles are, so yes, abs, but also back muscles and, you know, lateral muscles on the side, all of those, the, the better in shape they are the less wear and tear you're going to give on your big joints that are having to support a poor posture, Mm -hmm. poor alignment. And then that trickles right on down to your knees, you know, which as a primary care provider, gosh, every patient I see has knee pain, you know. And when I tell them I need them to exercise, they're like, I can't exercise because my knee hurts, you know. (laughs) And so it's a difficult sell getting folks to realize if we can get those leg muscles strengthened Mm -hmm. and those core muscles strengthened, Mm -hmm. your knee pain is going to gonna right. be better but it's hard to do when you're in the midst of right. of hurting like that you yeah, know i mean you know i think uh the there's a a, a young crew that's really attracted to yoga right now which is great because i think the younger they start the better mm-hmm. it is going to be for their body long term mm-hmm. but uh i see so many people that that are coming to yoga mm-hmm. because they can exercise right and they have knee pain and um we do have some classes depending on what i always try to tell people if you do have significant pain please call me mm-hmm. before you walk into a class to make sure that this is the right class for you right. um let's also get your doctor or pt involved if there's anything else we need to know um, but a lot of it is um, pain also carries an, emo- an emotional mm-hmm. thing, too. And if we are in physical pain and we don't have anybody t- that else that knows how that feels, it can be very isolating. Mm-hmm. And so one of the th- great things about coming to a studio where the diversity is so great is people feel supported. And you may have, you know, you know, I was there one night where I was I was the only girl in class. How crazy. That's Just great. And a bunch of dudes. And I was like, this is awesome. It is. Because I've been trying to build diversity for a long time and break the stereotype of yoga. But I think that that's really what we're looking for is not just to, to feel better in our bodies, but to feel better emotionally mm-hmm. and, and to be connected with other people who, I, I mean, feel our pain. Yeah. And also want to get better. Yeah. 
So because that, I mean, it's all part of being a journey. And I'm excited to hear you say there were a bunch of guys in your class. Yeah. Cause, you know, that's uh, in in group fitness classes or group exercise classes. Men are often underrepresented in those yeah. those classes, you know. Well, you know, everybody is funny. Yoga started in with men like well so did zumba yeah you know the founder of zumba is a man yeah. but yet they're underrepresented in our classes yeah. you know yeah somehow it gets lost in translation yeah and um i work with a lot of athletes though now and they're they're obviously understanding the benefits of yoga and mm-hmm. the need for yoga in mm-hmm. their and their intense training um one of the things i find really interesting is um everybody's approach to strength is mm-hmm. so different. And I've been lucky to study with a, I've got a, a guy that I've been studying with for a very long time. Um, he's originally from South Africa, but he's been in the States for I don't know, 30, 40 years. And um, I shouldn't say 40 cause he's not that old. He'll get mad at me. <laughs> <laughs> um, but he's been my primary uh, teacher and educator and to stay with someone who's also, I mean, we test stuff before mm-hmm. we give it to students right. and, a lot of the new teachers and even in the new health and fitness, like you see this a lot, people that are giving, you know, dietary advice over social media that, right. that have no background. In, yeah, in, I mean, <laughs> yeah. and I think what people, everybody's intentions are really good, oh, but yeah. ultimately what we need to take care of is take care of ourselves and then encourage people to find somebody who's got the, the skill to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, fortunately for me, I had um, a lot of my family history is terrible, you know, and so it made me scared. Like, am I going to die of cancer? Am I going to die of a heart condition? You know, and I wanted to know, you know, where does this come from? And yeah, some of it's passed down genetically, but then is there also a genetic or is there also a um, a habit that's passed down? An environment. Like Mm -hmm. we like our vegetables fried. Right. You know, or not even a vegetable. Yeah. Macaroni and cheese is not a vegetable. It is, is, right. It it comes (laughs) on a vegetable plate, but it did not grow in any country. (laughs) And then, you know, think about the, um, our mental tendencies, you know, our parents passed down our mental tendencies, Mm -hmm. um, for better and for worse. It's getting both good and bad. And so it's really, I think, important for us to kind of get to the root of, you know, if we're struggling with, you know, getting back into health and wellness, why, you know, is there something else that's, that's playing a part? Uh, it's so much more involved than we think it is. It is. And we're going to continue talking about that and some of the different types of yoga and levels of yoga. So if you're a newbie and you want to get involved in that, and if you have a question or a comment about yoga, we would love to talk with you today. Our number is one eight seven seven mpb ring It's one eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. You can email me at fit at mpbonline.org. We'll be back in just a few. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. Welcome back to Southern Remedy Healthy and Fit on MPB Think Radio. I'm Dr. Josie Bidwell, and joining me in the studio today is Tara Blumenthal. 
with Tara Yoga. And that's what we're talking about today is yoga and how it is not just for folks who uh, are super flexible and the perfect size. It's actually for everyone and that there is likely a class that can uh, that you can fit into and build uh, build your yoga family or your fitness family. Um, around that. And we would love to talk with you today. I know we've got some listeners out there who've done yoga and tried yoga and probably are in love with yoga because most folks that I know that do yoga absolutely adore it. And so um, I personally have never taken one. So I want to hear from you. I want you to convince me to go take a yoga class. Our number is one eight seven seven mpb ring And my email is fit at mpbonline.org. All right, Tara, before we went on the break, um, we were kind of dispelling some of those myths about, you know, it's all about flexibility and you got to be able to touch your toes and put your leg behind your head and twist up in a pretzel and all that, right? That stuff's going to pop out of place when you do that. And then you're going to need my services from a a different perspective. Um, You know, we've also talked about the strength aspect of yoga and we were talking about, you know, how that really benefits chronic pain type syndromes and, you know, back pain and that type of thing. Um, the other thing I wanted to make sure that, that the listeners picked up on is the balance piece of uh, yoga, because as we age, our balance tends mm-hmm. to, to go off a little bit. Some of us were never graced with a whole lot of, of balance. You know, I often talk about my sweet oldest son who's 10, and I say sometimes he just falls over standing <laughs> up. Like he's, he's right. uh, sometimes is clumsy, but he is, he's growing into his little body. But, um, you know, balance is such an important part of, of our overall health. And like I mentioned, as we age, we worry about falls in, right. in you know, our older population because, you know, our bones tend to be a little bit weaker as we get older. Doesn't have to be that way, but it, it seems to occur. And when they fall, they oftentimes have a very difficult time you know, coming back, bouncing back, back yeah, from absolutely. that. And so, you know, while we've got to work on, you know, treating those falls, we've got to work on preventing those falls right. and you know, balance and, and that core strength is so important with that. Because if you trip, mm-hmm. if you've got better balance and better strength, then you kind of auto correct yourself and you're able to, to keep from falling over, you know, you, you catch yeah. yourself a little bit, you know. Well, there's, you know, I had somebody come to me, uh, this was years ago, but she was in her, she was in her late forties, um, and she said, "Tara, I just want you to know that I embarrassed myself, but I didn't break anything." <laughs> she was on vacation and she was sightseeing, and she tripped, and she she went. She said, "I was walking fast. I went flying in the air, and I fell." And she said, "But I, I kind of landed in a lunge, like we do in yoga, so I didn't hurt myself." She goes, "It was very embarrassing," but she said, "I just thought about how." But worse, it could have been right had I not had the ability to take those shapes. And so, right. you know, a lot of what we do, um, not just, uh, you know, th- I think the myth is when people come in, they don't leave and they don't say, oh, we did this ab workout. So my abs right. aren't sore. And some people will text me the next day and say, yeah, my abs are sore. But mm-hmm. it's it's not just about the abs. Like, we'll, we'll also work on um, the shoulder and hips. We, t- we talk about how important. Um, not just strengthening the muscle around the joint, but also protecting the joint. And that's where not being overly flexible, not doing too much um, is important. I think yoga is the last standing discipline. And I still have to fight this because of all the fad yoga now. Mm -hmm. But yoga is the last standing discipline that gives you permission to be in the middle. All the extremes, go harder, go faster. Yoga is the last standing discipline that says no. 
You want both. You need both. Mm -hmm. Like there are times in our lives where we're going to need to speed up and keep up with, you know, the craziness that's been thrown our way. But if we've been practicing being settled and grounded and we've been practicing, you know, what I call mental immunity, I got that from the book of joy recently. It's my new favorite term. I'm going to have to steal that too. If we've been practicing that, then when the time comes, we can handle that, that pace or um, we can handle not having that pace. Like we can, we're okay with silence. We're okay with a little quiet, which is really hard for us to do. We're just an overstimulated society right. as it is. And yoga is the one thing where I'm like, uh-uh, leave your phone. Like right. my, my young athletes, my older athletes get it. I'm like, don't bring your phone into session. Mm-hmm. The younger ones, they're like, they want to do this. And I'm like, put your phone down now. Like right. this is this is time for you to really focus on you, your body mechanics, your movements, your Snapchat friends aren't going anywhere, you right. know? Right. So it's, it's the one discipline where we actually are given permission to, to, to literally find the space in the middle yeah. and regroup. And yeah. I love it. Yeah. I love it for that. Well, and, you know, that you mentioned we're such a busy society, you know, and being comfortable with doing nothing yeah. is a, a really important part of our mental health and being able to be self-sufficient and yeah. be, you know, I love to go out to a restaurant by myself. Yeah. You know, a lot of people, it stresses them out. You know, when they say table for one, I'm like, table for one. Can, can I get right. me a corner booth where nobody's going to bother me? I bring my book, you know, and I just, headphones. Uh-huh, yeah. And I'm just, that's my me time, Absolutely. you know. And being able to reground yourself into something is so important in the world that we're living in now right. because we're inundated with just so much data from everywhere and so many demands on our time. And just like you said, learning how to do that before a crisis emerges is so important. Emotional bank account. Absolutely. Put some in it first. It's just like if we're going to send somebody to surgery, we talk about the rehab process that they're going to do after surgery before we send them. Because you got to be ready for that. Because once you're post-op and you're in pain and we start talking about what we're going to do, that's not the time to be educating you on that. Right. And so the same thing with... um, with this emotional bank account, which I'm loving the idea of that, that you kind of learn these techniques ahead of time so that you've got them to draw on when there are times of stress, you know? Yeah. I, you know, I, um, yoga helped me with boundaries too. You know, I, I, by nature and the people that know me, I'm, I'm a giver, I'm a lover, I take care of people. I'm a nurturer. It's a great, they're all great qualities, but if, if the nurturer never rests and never sleeps and never gives back, right. it's a terrible thing. Right. And so, um, one of the things that, that early on in yoga was, you know, helped me is like, you know, you're not going to be able to, what do they say, pour from an empty, empty cup. Right. And so uh, I see yoga as as a form of self-care. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't matter if you're a runner or um, a lot. Gosh, we, we work with a lot of cyclists now and I've kind of gotten into that. It's a new fun thing for me. But it doesn't really matter what other form of exercise you do. Um, you can still benefit from one yoga class a week. Right. You know, and um, people say, you know, I need to de-stress, so teach me how to meditate. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, no. No. All you need to do is move mindfully in your body first. Like, come hit the mat without your phone, you know, unplug for an hour and talk to me about your stress level afterwards. Mm -hmm. Like, that's the starting point. I think it's really hard to to quiet your mind. Um, oh, it's, it's incredibly difficult. It's totally you know? doable, but in the beginning, um, it's really hard. Mm-hmm. And I have a lot of sympathy and empathy for people who are trying to find different ways to meditate and everything. And I think, but you know, first move in your body in the present moment mm-hmm. instead of moving right now in your body and thinking about your grocery list. Like, right. can you move and be right here? Right. 
And then we build that uh, skill Mm -hmm. and it's skill building. And then at some point we get to uh, have a conversation with what we have going on in our mind. Right. That's fun. Right. Because the mind is, you know, it will play tricks on you and it tries to distract you. Absolutely. So, you know, you mentioned meditation. Um, I'm a real huge component of mindfulness Mm -hmm. and, you know, the techniques of mindfulness. I teach that in clinic, you know, um, for folks that are dealing with stress and anxiety and depression, you know, and I get a couple of weird looks, you know, when I first started talking about, they're like, what does she want me to do? You know? And, you know, but we're seeing results from yeah. that. You know, folks are getting better from yeah. that, you know. And it's something, you know, some of the techniques that we teach are, are very quick that you can do right in the, in the, in the moment, yes. you know. Yes. Um, it's meditation and mindfulness is not like what we used to think about where you just have to sit and chant. Like, we're, right. we're not sitting and chanting, you or know. Or what the Beatles were doing even, right. you know. So <laughs> it's, it's about being present in your body and paying attention to what your body is feeling and being in the present. And your mind is going to wander. Yeah. And and that's okay. You just got to bring it back. You I'm know? all about interdisciplinary connection mm-hmm. too. So we, we actually have a therapist who teaches a mindfulness-based stress reduction course mm-hmm. at the studio. Yeah. And she's a, she's a delight. We connected uh, through the grief center, through mm-hmm. the McLean Fletcher grief mm-hmm. center. And um, for, it's funny, you meet people and you go, oh, that's so wild and so crazy that we mm-hmm. met, but we were definitely supposed to connect and it's great to have her. We've got a mm-hmm. course coming up in August. It's great to have other people to support that path. Like I'm not an, I'm, I'm not anti-medicine. A lot of times people right. think, oh, well, I'm going to go to yoga and not go to my doctor. And I'm like, right. that's a really bad idea. That, don't do that. <laughs> so we have a lot of doctors and PTs send people right. our way because we, they know we're not going to tell them like some crazy, like, right. you know, uh, drink seven cups of olive oil and you'll be fine. Are you, know? you kidding me? That I mean, doesn't work. There's just, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of crazy <laughs> fitness things out there. And oh, so, yeah. uh, connecting with other, you know, professionals who are qualified. Right. 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 Uh, we've got, we have an acupuncturist next door, mm-hmm. uh, and we have a massage therapist, uh, upstairs. It's just great to be able to connect to all the, the discipline, right. uh, different realms and be able to say, you know, this may not work. I mean, every once in a while I've said to somebody who called me for private yoga lessons, I'm like, you know what? You're going to be better sharp than PT. Right. And that's okay. Yeah. You know, and it doesn't mean that you won't transition to yeah. yoga, but we got to get, we got to yeah. get this fixed first. Yeah. It was know? outside of my jurisdiction. Right. Um, I spent about an hour on the phone getting all the information of what they had going on. And the more I talked to them, I was like, I need to be uh, second or third in command. Right. So, uh, and they didn't like, they didn't like it. I was like, well. Yeah. You know, at first they were like, but I want you to work with me. I've heard these great things about you. And I was like, PT, if, you know, your PT would be covered by an insurance. And, you know, once you're done with PT, I'm happy. But you mean that just points to the fact that you're doing it the right way. I'm trying. You know, I mean, you're using evidence-based information to guide your practice. And that's what it's all about, you know. Anybody, or there are people out there who are just trying to sell you stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and they're just trying to get you in there. You know, snake oil, yeah. or they get you in your in the in your class, regardless if that's the class that you should be in or not. You yeah. know, just to to check the box on I've got this many people in my class and this yeah. many members and that kind of stuff. But if we're really going to talk about making people better or yeah. helping them be the healthiest that they can be, mm-hmm. we just got to plug them into where they're supposed to be first and mm-hmm. it doesn't mean that you'll never get back to me but it just means that in, in order for us to get you where you want to be we got to start somewhere yeah, else start you know. with the right with the right protocol mm-hmm. and at the end of the conversation an hour later uh she thanked me for listening to her mm-hmm. 
And then she also thanked me for not taking her money unnecessarily. Right. right? And so I was like, you know, my work is done. Yeah. Like that's, that's what we're trying to do is uh, get people to the right folks. Yeah. And then those people will circle back around to you because yeah. they trust you, you know. Well, and now, you know, this was years, years and years ago. Now I'm lucky enough to have one of my teachers is an MD. Mm-hmm. And so, I'll, you know, sometimes when these yoga myths come out, I'm like, hey, dispel this for me. And she's, right. she just starts laughing. Right. But, you know, I'm like, oh, so can you detox in an hour, in an hour class? <laughs> she's like, that, that's not how that works. That's not how and that works. I was works. like, I didn't think so. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I always say, do you, does your liver work and do your kidneys work? Because yeah, you're already right, detoxing. Right, 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 right. <laughs> um, all right. We're going to go ahead and take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to talk some more about how we get started um, with yoga because I've got a couple of questions. Um, that I want to know the answers to. And if you've got questions um, or a comment, you can give us a call at one mpb ring It's one 672 or you can send me an email at it at mpbonline.org. Southern Remedy is a production of Mississippi Public Broadcasting Think Radio and is funded in part by a grant from the University of Mississippi Medical Center and by the generous support from you, our listeners. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. Welcome back to Southern Remedy Healthy and Fit on MPB Think Radio. I'm Dr. Josie Bidwell, nurse practitioner at UMMC. And in the studio with me today is Tara Blumenthal, and she is a yoga instructor and owner at Tara Yoga and just all around awesome person, I believe, even though this is about the first time we've met. I think we've probably seen each other in you know social settings, but it's the first time we've sat down and had a really good long conversation. And I'm learning a ton about yoga today, and I hope you guys are learning um, about it as well. If you have a question or a comment for us, you can give us a ring. Our number is one eight seven seven mpb ring You can always send me um, an email at fit at mpbonline.org. Um, so, you know, I mentioned at the beginning of the show that I have never taken a yoga class, but I very much want to. And we've talked about some of the um, myths out there that keep folks from going to yoga. But what if, you know, what if we've changed some folks' minds today and they're they're ready? They want to try a yoga class. Or for me, I want to try a yoga class. How, how do I start? It's really easy. <laughs> so uh, let's just uh, maybe couple... Uh, Let's pair it off into two. So mm-hmm. what I would address right now is people that are relatively healthy. And I mean, healthy from a non-injury perspective right. or a non-diagnosis perspective. So anybody um, that fits that bill could come into a regular level one yoga class at the studio and benefit. Um, and then 
what they'll see probably is, oh, wow, this person looks like they know what they're doing. They've been doing yoga and they'll ask them and, you know, and they'll be like, oh, I've been doing yoga for 15 years. Right. You'll never get to a point in your, in anything that you do where you graduate. It's not like I'm going to graduate from level one uh, and move to a different level class. Right. Like you can always, we can always um, make classes and movement more challenging. But once you get to a place where you're functioning well, level one becomes necessary for maintenance. So for beginner students, level one is great because they're starting to learn basic, you know, movement function, uh, getting a little bit more range of motion, also building that strength building, core building stuff. So mm-hmm. level one serves a whole lot of people and even beginners. So really all you have to do is show up a few minutes early, take your first class free, and then that's it. Um, it's it's really, it's really not that hard. There are a lot of other facilities and other um, classes where if you don't know what you're doing, you need to know before you need to get you need to have some information before you walk mm-hmm. in. And the way that I've trained my instructors and the way that we teach is um, if you can get your left and your right relatively separate, then you're going to be fine. <laughs> and that's that's the funny yep. thing is I tell people when I first started, I was like, oh, wait, I don't you know. It's like step your right leg back mm-hmm. into a lunge. And I'm like, mm, wait, what now? <laughs> I need a minute on that one. So, you know, if you can get your left and right uh, relatively organized, we do work a lot on balance, mm-hmm. which is great. Because um, and a lot of a, a lot of level one classes incorporate a lot of standing poses. I jokingly call some of my classes lunge classes, mm-hmm. but the um, the benefit for the standing um, a lot of the standing poses is it will help with balance and coordination. Of course, the obvious range of motion and everything. But um, the other thing that that's going to do is you know we talk about bone density mm-hmm. and yeah. bone density loss, especially for women. So when we start using our own body weight to hold us up. Uh, in resistance type movement, it's really great. Mm-hmm. So it's it it does so much. I, I I need like four hours to talk about the benefits of yoga. <laughs> but if you're if you're looking to start, you don't need to you don't need to lose weight before you go to yoga. You don't need to be you don't need to go through some like home flexibility training before you come. Right. And the good news for me to tell people that are a little intimidated is you'll walk in and you will see a diverse group of people, men and women, all different ages, shapes, sizes, and Nobody's looking at you. Right. Because they're also concerned about not falling over. Right. Right. Well, that's what we see in Zumba. They're like, everybody's going to watch me dance. Yeah. And and nobody's watching you, baby. I mean, they're just watching. You would, you, need, know. you would need to do some real good things to stand mm-hmm. out. You mm-hmm. know, like, <laughs> I mean. Uh, yeah, you would have to try. Yeah, you would have to work really hard mm-hmm. for people to, you know, um, like, every once in a while, they're a really heavy there. breather. Yeah. That's kind of weird. Um, no, but I mean, so yeah. everybody's pretty much, I mean, it's a, it's a wonderful internally focused uh, practice that you do in a group of people knowing that you're fully supported by them Mm -hmm. too so yeah i mean we're all in we're all in this together yeah you know we're all in this together so how early would you come before your first class uh before your first class uh 10 no more than 15 minutes early that lets us uh, give you a tour of our facility because we have a great space and it also lets us get acquainted with you the um the flip side of that the other demographic i was uh i didn't address was if you do have diagnosis by a physician, major aches or pains, um, do contact the studio first and right. give us ample time to, you know, call you back or email you back to make sure that we're getting you in the right class. Mm-hmm. The general therapeutic class does serve a massive amount of people from folks with relative um, arthritis, um, a lot of autoimmune disease folks will come to that class. But there are people that um, that's really not the right 
class for them either. We just want to make sure that people are taken care of and served, not um, not ushered in like, oh, everyone who's injured should come to this class. Right. You know, and then even my athletes, like they're really strong. And sometimes, you know, they'll try to push themselves. And I'm like, you know, let's let's try Let's do a recovery day. Mm-hmm. And they end up loving it. They're like, yeah. oh, my gosh, recovery is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> like, so active recovery. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Active recovery. Active recovery. So, you know, all right. Do I have to bring my own mat? Nope. We got you covered. Got you and covered. we don't you don't have to rent a mat. OK. We have everything you need, whether it's a mat, block, blanket, strap. We've got all the props. Yeah, there are um, lots of props. Yeah, you know, we've got lots of good stuff. There are lots of good and stuff. And it depends on what class. Like, we have some secret weapons that we use. I can't say what they are on the radio. You should have to kill me. But um, but when you come, you will love our secret weapons. Um, but, yeah, we have everything you need. The only uh, We even have sweat towels. Like, some of we do have, you know, a lot of times when people hear me say we work with folks with injuries, they say, oh, well, that's not intense enough for me. Um, be prepared to sweat in a level one class. And be prepared to want to go and eat at Primo's afterwards, right? I mean, you know, or, or wherever. <laughs> it's gonna, you know? It's going to increase your metabolism. Yeah, probably. you're going to be like, oh, I'm so hungry. Yeah. Um, and uh, like when you swim, you know, you don't yeah. sweat. You know, you don't necessarily perceive it being right. this hard workout, but you are hungry right. after you, you earned, finish. You swim. earned it. You for earned sure. it, right? For sure. So how would how? All right, I get a lot of questions usually about sanitation of gym equipment oh, and yeah. things like, okay, I'm not bringing my own mat. I'm using theirs. How I they, wish one of my callers would call in right somewhere. now. Because, I mean, one of my uh, <laughs> students, uh, I'm too, uh, to a fault. Uh, so we do all the cleaning mm-hmm. um, and then we provide mat wipes so that uh, for people that are super OCD, like I bring my own mat mm-hmm. and most, do, most you know, diehards do, but there's mat wipes. You can wipe your mat down before mm-hmm. and after. Mm-hmm. And I encourage people to do that. And that's an expense that we take on. And those things aren't easy. You know, the, those aren't cheap. Oh, yeah. but, but I want people to feel like we're taking good care of right. them. So the floors are cleaned and, you know, wet mop, dry mop the floors. Um, we wash all your sweat towels for you so you don't even have to worry about that. Um, what else is there that, oh, uh, we wash the blankets too. So, um, we don't necessarily sweat on the blankets. That's not like part of the sweaty class, (laughs) but at the same time, like everything has a shelf life, Yeah, you know? And so, yeah, that's a huge deal for me. Sanitary. Well, I mean, it is for me as well. You know, I'm one of those that wipes down the gym equipment before I get on the gym. I did the same thing. I don't necessarily trust you ever got off of I agree. I agree. So I wipe it down beforehand and afterwards, you know. And we even kind of, it's this, and this may sound overkill, but in, when flu season was really uh, high, we were like, hey, why don't you also like double wipe, like maybe Mm -hmm. wipe the blocks, uh, we we have these. I don't know if you've seen them, but they're the eye pillows, the things that you can uh-huh. lay. Um, so we have Kleenex to go in between the eye pillow and your face, and your face. for so many reasons. Oh yeah, you know conjunctivitis. Oh, I mean, yes. and people go, "Wow, you're really going above and beyond." And I'm like, "I've been doing this for a long, a time. long time." And the most important thing is, you don't think, "Well, I got you know, I got sick in yoga." Mm-hmm. We have on our sheet on our website. It's like, by the way, if you're sick. And you think you're contagious? Don't come. Don't come. Yeah, like yeah. don't don't be like that. Take a day, heal yeah. yourself. Yeah, and, yeah, and yeah. then I mean, come on back. You know, the boundaries serve the freedom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, when nobody, we want you to come, and we want to share with you, but we don't want to share. Absolutely, we don't want to share your germs. Which also uh, goes to uh, like precautions, like things that you shouldn't. You can always bring water bottle with mm-hmm. you. That's that's encouraged. That's fine. 
Um, you asked me about this earlier. Definitely don't eat right before yeah, class. Yeah, because that's completely different than what we do in a, you know, a cardio-based class. Right. You know, I'm like, if, you, if it's been more than two or three hours since you've eaten a meal right. and we're going to exercise for more than 45 minutes to an hour, we need a snack beforehand, you know, and that's different right. than yoga. And there are exceptions to the rule. So if someone's a diabetic and they're, they're just getting into yoga, that, there are certain like light snacks that mm-hmm. would probably probably be appropriate and believe it or not when you're not used to doing yoga even in a level one class you'll get you'll get your heart rate up Mm -hmm. it just it's a little different you're not doing the fast-paced movement sweat but i tell people like wear your uh wear your heart rate monitor Uh or i watch or whatever like wear your stuff so that you can see what your heart rate gets in a level one class Mm -hmm. because it will amaze you and you'll be like i'm killing two birds with one stone here um, but yeah, a buddy of mine, so he's, he's given me permission to tell the story a long time ago. Um, <laughs> he was, I was off season and he was a um, hockey player. And so he was like, I'm doing yoga all summer with you. And I was like, great, come on. And so I noticed in the middle of class, he was making some faces. And I was like, this is a little bit harder than I, he's really, he was really strong. Right. You know, like he's in amazing shape. And so afterwards, he's like, oh, sorry about that face, eh? He was Canadian. And I was like, oh, it's okay. I was like, you know, I, I was like, you can always stop if it's too much. You know, right. you, you know that, right? And he was like, I shouldn't have had that foot long before class. <laughs> and he goes, he goes, that was a little too much, eh? And yeah. I was like, a little yeah, too probably much. probably a little much. So little much on um, that. We, we even try to put like some do's and don'ts on the mm-hmm. website. So these are things that you can think about. You know, a lot of times runners will come in with their short shorts. And I'm like, you know, we bend over. So stuff might might so just keep that in mind. Of, out. That's of how, how they call them yoga pants. Uh, other people might experience their yoga practice based on what they see off of you, right? Uh, and just being mindful about yeah. everything, yeah. you know, just thinking through yeah. it, you know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I can imagine some of the things that you've seen. I've got great stories. Oh, I should yeah. write a book. You should that's write a book. I'll, I'll read that. Thing. You know. Um, but so, all right. If I come to my first class and I do it and I love it, mm-hmm. how? How often is appropriate for a beginner to come to yoga? That's a great question. Uh, what are your goals? So if if you're only going to do yoga, you've decided, uh, you know, the, the the gym wasn't for me. I really feel com- comfortable here. Start with one class a week because if you have a job and other obligations like kids or whatever, trying to do too much too soon mm-hmm. is the way to... I think, um, sell yourself short. Okay. So I tell people, start with one to two classes a week. That's if you're not doing other activity. If you're already running or cycling or doing something, then once a week is going to complement whatever you're doing. Um, ultimately, for folks who are um, kind of buying into yoga, so to speak, and said, this is the thing that actually makes me happy and peaceful okay. and nicer, and my body feels really served, uh, they can come. You know, we, ha- we do have people that are diehards. They come... Mm-hmm. Uh, four to five times a week Mm -hmm. and they mix it up. That's the cool thing. The advanced people aren't so much the guys on the rocks and the boulders doing, you know, headstand Defying gravity and all these kinds of things. The diehards are the people that uh, will do a mix of um, our flow classes, which are a little more uh, physically taxing. So we ask you to hit level one, get get movement-based first before you hit the flow. But they'll do level one classes, flow classes. um, And then they'll actually, some of my runners will hit the gentle class on Saturday morning because it keeps them from overstretching so they can kind of settle in. And then we have even restorative classes that cater to like high stress Mm -hmm. and whatnot. So that's where you start getting into taking care of all the needs. Um, But I think that you'd be surprised once a month, uh, once a week for somebody who's trying to integrate it into another program or just trying to get back into it. That's how I started. And the funny thing was 
for me, it was like, I couldn't wait till my one Monday for yoga to get mm-hmm. back around. And that's when I realized, okay, let's try twice a week. And it was hard. It was hard to work it in. It um, we talk about yoga being a discipline of, of self-care, self-care. So um, if you look at how many hours you have in a week versus how much time you're actually putting into self-care, right. most of us are like, <gasps> it's so embarrassing. Like, I right. can't believe I'm, this is, so th- th- it goes back to that bank account. Like mm-hmm. how much are you putting how in? How much are you investing? And then it's not so much... Uh, you're investing when everything's right because there's nothing wrong with that. Like right. everything's good. I'm going to continue to invest, continue to maintain so that when, when, when it gets hit, real, because right? life gets real, life then does. you have that to fall back on. Yeah, it and it's a beautiful and sweet and powerful thing all it, at the same it time. Is. And it, it is about investing in yourself. And, you know, if you're a mom of kids, when they see you invest in yourself, it really builds the importance of doing that for themselves. Like yeah. they understand the importance of, of why you need to be active and why you've got to take care of yourself. Right. You know, that's probably the thing I struggled with the most um, when I started to get back into fitness was I felt like I was taking time away from my kids yeah. to, to be physically active. Yes. Well, you know, now my oldest, he teaches kids Zumba with me. Like he stands great. up there. And teaches, oh my gosh. It's know, so I great. Know, and you know, he doesn't get all the moves right and that's okay. Yeah. You know, but he understands the importance of we do this to keep ourselves healthy. We yeah. do this to help other people be healthy. And so they know when they see me putting my pants, my little stretchy pants on, they're yeah. like, mom's going to a Zumba class, right. you know, right. and that's you great. know, can I go with her? And they understand that, Fitness and being active is a part of our overall health. And that's how you build these habits in kids. You yeah. know, they got to see you doing it. Absolutely. You know, before they go, okay, well, if mom doesn't see the importance in it, right. you know, then why why do I have the importance of it as well? I think, I also think our society for moms, it, it puts a lot of pressure. Like, oh, you have to get back to work immediately and then you should be this super mom. And right. we, we, I have a lot of women that uh, do yoga up until they're, up until like a week before pregnancy. And they all struggle with, I feel guilty taking time away from my child. But I'm like, you know, you still have to take care of yourself Mm -hmm. so you can take care. And you're going to be a a happier mommy, Yeah, um, you know, when you're able to have that little bit of of you time. Because the same thing goes for caregiving for an older uh, Mm -hmm. relative. Like if you're not strong enough to lift them up, Right. You know, right. so we, we or you don't do it in the the right body mechanics yeah. because I know that y'all will work on on how how you move in yeah. a in a safe way. Yeah, um, that's so important. And yeah. so I hope um, what has been taken away from this show is that you know yoga is not some thing that is for folks who are super flexible and super strong and can do these weird things we see floating around on Instagram and Snapchat Indeed, it is and not all a that. Circus act. It is not. Um, there are folks who can do that and that's fantastic that that's the goals that they want to achieve, but it can fit into anybody's overall health and wellness um, plan whether that be a once a week thing that you do as part of your cross training. Right. Um or if that's something that you really want to devote to your main form of physical activity, there's a class out there for you. Yeah. Um, and so if you need more info about classes, it's TaraYoga.net, right? Tara-Yoga.net. And you can look at all the different types of yoga that are out there. And there's that frequently asked question sheet that'll answer some of your questions about what do I wear and all of that kind of stuff. Nothing Thank you. with yeah. yeah, nothing with any of your your bits hanging out. Keep those all <laughs> all wrapped up before you come to a yoga class. 
Um, you, you want a job? <laughs> Do I want a you job? Want to come work with us? Uh, I think I probably would need to take a class first to make sure I don't fall on my face. Um, but I'm, I'm definitely going to get you in the studio. We're going to do a follow up, right? Yes. On yes. What happened? Yes. I'm going to go take a class. So now it's live and on the air. I'm going to go take a yoga class. You heard it and here then, first. That's right. And then I'm going to, we're going to have a follow up show. She's going to come back and we're going to go through all the things that I learned uh, in that yoga class. So stay tuned for that episode that will be coming up. So Tara, thank you so much for coming on with me today. Thank you for and, having me yeah, so much. And sharing your passion for yoga and really trying to help dispel some of the, the fear and myths around what it, what yoga is and how fit you have to be to go in that class. And you just, you don't have to be. So I hope you guys have enjoyed listening today. If you have um, a question or a comment and didn't uh, give us a call today, you can email me at fit at mpbonline.org. And I'll be happy to get you some more information. Or you can visit um, Tara's website for more info on yoga. Uh, thank you to, for listening to Southern Remedy and Healthy and Fit on MPB Think Radio. Remember that Southern Remedy is on every weekday at 11 with a different host and a different focus. We hope you tune in and listen to that as well. And I'll be back next Monday at 11 a.m. on Southern Remedy Healthy and Fit.